You're tuned in to Cat Sass, a fun, insightful way to experience life's challenges. Let's look at the world today with a fresh perspective. I'm your host, Katherine Wilking. Our topic today is electromagnetic frequencies, EMFs and you. Well, we've been dealing with the depleting ozone layer, global warming and political issues. My gosh, the technology in our modern world has been evolving. As a result, we spend our daily lives in fields of low and high frequency electromagnetic radiation. Our abbreviation of this is recognized as EMFs. Our present technology includes cell phones, computers, and all sorts of wireless devices. As efficient as they may be, they're also seen as overlapping fields of radiation permeating through our modern world. The World Health Organization actually quoted in 2012, we believe that the electromagnetic fields, bracket EMFs, will be one of the greatest environmental health challenges for the upcoming generations. So what are we supposed to do? Mobile phone use has evolved from an uncommon activity about 15 years ago to one with over 4 billion users worldwide and growing. With our dependence on all these items in today's society, there's a public concern about the possibility that maybe mobile phones cause cancer, especially brain tumors. These studies I've been following still have this data that's in discussion, so they're not releasing any real data because a lot of the information doesn't date back farther than 15 years. There is proof now that the frequent pulses of EMFs in developing brains in children and teens are more susceptible than adults, but to what degree? Regardless of what the data is and when it will be completed, we know that some of this new technology is already affecting some of the population. One of the most common diseases of the 21st century is stress. And as we learn to live with stress, here I'll relate it to you in a second, as we learn to live with the stressors, our immune system is affected. And this would be the time when EMFs would affect us the most. In the meantime, before running out to purchase a fancy energy frequency monitor, I have one by the way, here's a few suggestions that you can use to protect yourself that you can implement right away. So I have one of these EFM monitors and it has a number or a value of the pulses. The issue is the length of time that you're exposed. So let's take a look at the places that you sit or sleep or work for long periods of time, which will influence your total exposure in a day. So here's a few things you can do to minimize your exposure to EMFs. And we'll talk about cell phones first. Well, because you're holding it up against your head here when you're talking on the phone, what you might want to do is use the text option or use the speakerphone option when you're texting your message. They're even safer options. In fact, the battery is usually in the back of the phone. So if you're carrying it on your body, carry the phone battery part facing away from your body, just to be sure to store your cell phone away from your body and away from your bed when not required. 
I actually met a fellow years ago. He had one of those, I call it a Borg implant. He had his that phone stuck right in his ear for several years. And you know what? He ended up with some jaw cancer right on that same ear that he would carry his uh, cordless unit. So I have seen this myself. So be aware. Some of the cordless phones and lamps have a transformer. And these also send out high energy pulses consistently day and night, regardless of usage or not. They're constantly searching for the connection. These transformers come with a unit that measures an over the normal range. If these transformers are in your home, try and place the charging units away from your favorite sitting areas and your bedside by at least a meter. Their ability also to pulse signals allows them to emit significantly higher levels of radiation than a cell phone. Few people are aware of that. So ideally, any phone at home should be a corded phone if you can. I often visit clients that have an octopus of cords beside their favorite chair. Well, they can test these cords within normal parameters. A long-term exposure can weaken immune systems, especially for the young, and with the very old. Why is that? Well, the young have developing brains. And if you're constantly giving them a poke, 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 poke to weaken these types of things, your body goes into a survival mode. So they're worried about applying protection for these EMFs rather than develop the brain. The problem with the very old people is that our systems start to break down. In fact, break after 40s, after 50s, after 60s, for example. And long-term exposure that weakens immune systems, guess what? You're going to get sick more often because of this problem. What about the modem in your house? Use a cable for your modem if possible. A direct connect right to your computer makes sense. But if you have a wireless modem, Choose one that can be easily shut off at night with just a simple button and therefore it won't pulse all night in your house. Modems. It gets a little crazy here with having a wireless computer, a wireless mouse, a wireless printer, a wireless uh, radio system. There's going to be pulsing all night in your house. And if you have close neighbors, you can tell yourself open up the settings to look at connections, your phone can pick up other people's modems. These modems and Wi-Fi's can walk through walls. So please be aware. EMF pollution happens in all frequency ranges. The same distortion runs on the power line in the wall behind a bed or under the desk at the workplace. Only a few people realize that our body is so sensitive to these distortions as the electronic components of a computer. Studies have shown that radiation is absorbed faster through vulnerable areas such as our neck, our wrists, and our ankles, as these parts are narrow in size and less dense in the substance. Whoa. So I don't want to scare anybody, but I'm trying to um, keep everybody safe. Be aware and make your own choices. So be aware of excess radiation in closed quarters 
and find a configuration of your desks and your devices that works for all parties and take frequent breaks from your workstation if possible. Until we get some concrete data on how this is affecting our lifespan, we just have to be careful and be aware. A TV also continues to emit frequencies for many hours after you turn it off. So a suggestion is to keep music players and electronic games away from you and your children's beds while you're sleeping. A full night's sleep is an eight hour exposure. So please, especially, remove and shut off all your tablets off the night table. You know, I was at a client's home a few years ago. The gentleman was newly retired and starting a small business. He was transferring items like an eight track cassettes to disc, or even record LPs to digital, that kind of stuff. He had a wall full of electronic devices. And I was expecting a major surge in this area when I was invited to come over. But with his updated equipment, the reading on my meter was actually quite low. The item that tested the highest in the room was a battery-driven radio alarm clock from the 1970s. Hmm. Something to think about. So there is some progress away on out there. And a couple more things. Bed frames. Try to avoid metal bed frames, headboards, and wire spring mattresses that conduct or hold electronic magnetic charges. Again, it's so minute, but you just don't need it. The best type of bed to purchase is a wooden slat type bed with a cotton or felt filling in the mattress because some metals, including beds, can be used as a conduit for other energy sources. So in conclusion, the more we are aware, the better choices we can make for our home and families. Some of the issues listed here may appear to be insignificant or even petty to address. However, today's only one day out of our lives absorbing electromagnetic radiation. If we are planning to live out a full lifespan, Radiation overexposure can and will disrupt your cells, eventually resulting in a shortened lifespan. What you can do now is be aware, play safe, and enjoy your life. I'm Katherine Wilking of Feng Shui Designs. If you'd like to talk further about applying Feng Shui and protection for EMFs in your space, contact me through my website, katherinewilking.com. We can stay in touch through my monthly newsletter if you like, The Art of Balance. I can assure you that I do not abuse any email addresses because that would be bad feng shui. You too have a great day every single day. See you next week.